16, <laughs> answered Joshua, saying, All that thou commandest us to do, we will do. And whithersoever thou sendest us, we will go, according as we hearken unto Moses in all things, so we hearken unto thee. Only the Lord be with thee as he was with Moses. Whosoever he that be that doth rebel against thy commandment and will not hearken unto thy words and all that thou commandest him, he shall be put to death. I want to try to recapture this point of departure as we are about to pass over into a new year, 2015, and I've coined this a new operation, a new operation. As we preview a new year, we tend to visualize a new victory, harness a new hope, and pray for a new peace. However, strategically, if we are to reach our objectives in 2015, we'll need a mindset of readiness, a mission of righteousness, and a management of our resources. The book of Joshua depicts a new leading, a new learning, and a new liberation. It is a book of battles and blessings. Mm. Upon entering the promised land of Palestine, it will benefit us once we pass over with a new provision, a new peace, and a new prosperity. But it demands a new perseverance. Let me take a commercial break about things that I have personally noticed about the times we live in. People today want their rights, they want their relevance, but they don't want to keep the rules. And it's the rules that allows us to benefit. I say this because uh, we're not placed here by God to be relevant. Amen. We're placed here to be righteous. Amen. And sometimes righteousness does not equate with relevance. Amen. That via the internet, via these polls that they're always taking on CNN, MSNBC, and all these other stations, 70% of the people says... And you can get caught up in that and move in the wrong direction. Our job is to promote this Biblios, the Word of God, which is God's truth. Truth does not always make people feel comfortable. In fact, truth, pure truth, 
will bring conflict. Jesus talked about a sword between a mother and a daughter, a son and a father, that once, once, once truth is on the platform, it will, in fact, um, separate, divide, amen, uh, people and programs. That, that we, we need to understand that God is not interested in agreeing with the senses. God, God's word, listen to pastor, God's word is his word. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and one of the things we as a church must always do is, uh, amen, keep you abreast of what thus saith the Lord. Can I get a witness? Because my word shall not return unto me void. It will accomplish what it sets out to do. Amen. And, and, and if you continue, here's the promise, John 8, in my word, then truly are you my disciples indeed. Discipleship is not you going through eight weeks of classes. It is, it's an attitude towards God's word and God. A continuance. If you continue in my word, then you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth. And the truth shall set you free. And, 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 and one, one of the things we have to keep reminding ourselves is that the inference in that statement is that all of us are in bondage. And we need to be set free. Amen. Do I have a witness? You didn't join this church free. You didn't come out your mother's womb free. You didn't come out the world free. We, we are still in bondage, spiritual bondage, emotional, psychological bondage. And the word, when it's rightly sliced up, rightly divided, it will set you free. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so here, 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 here in, in this great book of Joshua, the fifth book of the Old Testament, that we start out with the book of Genesis, which is what we call the creation stage. Chapters 1 through 11, um, God, amen, formed three types of life. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, and, and these three types of life, uh, uh, conscious life, self-conscious life, amen. Uh, uh, these this, these these the matter and protons, neutrons, electrons, and matter, and God just threw out by his word, uh, ex nihilo, something out of nothing, and when God made the creation in chapters 1 through 11 and then 12 to 50 is what we call the, 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 patriarchal, the patriarchal stage of Job, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Joseph, the fathers of the faith. And, and then we move from the pa pa patriarchal stage to uh, the Exodus stage. God, uh, amen, brought them out of slavery, out of Egypt. Amen. And, 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 and then uh, God enters into giving them liberty from slavery, law, and a leading. Amen. And this leading takes them into the conquest stage of Joshua. Joshua is the understudy of Moses. Joshua has uh, been um, um, appointed by God to take over. Joshua, amen, is carrying out God's will in this conquest stage. And in Joshua, we, we see a new preparation, chapter 1, a new 
uh, penetration into the land. Chapter 2, a new passage. Chapter 3, a new pile of stones. Chapter 4, a new purification, Passover, and passing diets. Chapter 5, amen, a new prince from heaven. Chapter 5, and a new property where land acquisition was given to in the southern campaign, northern campaign, and central campaign. And then we get to chapter 6, and there is a powerful principle that we need for 2015, that true freedom demands true faith. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so out of this, we, we will establish at least three fundamental keys that we need for 2015 to come out on top. And, and, and I am, I am um, uh, uh, this, this book is remarkable. Joshua is correlated with Ephesians in the New Testament, like hand and glove. Why? Because in Ephesians 1, we talk about God's wisdom. Uh, chapter 1, Bole, and Philemon, Bolema. Chapter 1, verse 11 to 17, it deals with God's worship, God's walk. It deals with God's warmth through relationships. Chapter 5, God's works through our gifts. And then God's warfare. When you, when you begin to put uh, Joshua next to Ephesians, you see almost a direct correlation that we are exhorted to in the New Testament, that we ought to have a very um, a rich wisdom of God. Amen. Which leads to a rich worship. Amen. Rich works. Rich warmth. Rich and overcoming, conquering warfare. And in 2015, I, I want to be more loving. Now, I am loving, but I want to be more loving. I want to be, I want to be, I want to be less critical and more complimentary. Are y'all getting this? Because I can criticize. I can, I can, I can. I can fuss. I want to, less fussing and more facilitation. So please, don't get on my nerve before I get out the door, okay? So, <laughs> so, so I want to I wanna work on me. I'm not trying to work on you. I want to work on me. Can I get a witness? Amen. Praise the Lord. Some of y'all think y'all ministry is to work on everybody else, but I want everybody to concentrate on themselves. What is it that you feel in 2015 you need to do better? Can I get three people to raise their hand? What is it? What is, come on, baby, say it. What is it? No, you don't want to say it? Anybody? Yes. All right, thank you, man. Don't turn this into a sermon. Go ahead. Huh? You want a, less criticism. Anybody else? Yes. Financial organization. That's great, man. Yes, baby. Huh? Sir. Good, I got a ministry for you. All right, praise God. So we, so we thank God as we look at the book of the Bible introspectively, and hopefully God will point out things to us. I, 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 I thank the Lord again from whom all blessings flow. The first thing I think we need is Israel, they needed a faith of continuance, a new will, a new wisdom, and a new word from God. I want, I want to start out with continuance, that when we talk about continuance, there's an unwritten law to our futures, and that unwritten law is 
You cannot move forward until you resolve what's behind you. You cannot carry the old into the new. There's some stuff in 2014. I, I, I went through a difficult year. I lost my dad. It devastated me. I still had to pastor. I still had to do what I had to do. But I need, listen, we, we, we got to resolve some things from the past. You cannot go forward constantly looking in your rearview mirror. Isn't that right? You're going to crash. You can't, you can't drive that way. Amen. Uh, if, if you got turbulence in your marriage, you need to resolve it. Even if you got to go to counseling, resolve it. If you got trouble with your children, you need to pray about it. If, if you have pain because you can't transfer your problems to Jesus, you need greater prayer life. You just can't wake up and look at your phone and text Twitter, Facebook, and leave Jesus out. In fact, you can't even put him on the same plane. He demands first. Can I get a witness? You, he, you can't talk to your friend as long as you talk to Jesus. You can't. Come on now, I'm preaching to somebody. You, you, you need a whole new amen because he's the one that's going to work everything out. And my Bible says he's a jealous God. Doesn't it say he's a jealous God? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's a jealous God. And, and, and show the God that... When we begin to look at our past conflicts and, 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 and whatnot, we don't need resolutions. We need resolve. Yeah. We need to lessen our conflicts, our clashes. Amen. And we need to commune more with him. That when I look at this matter of Israel, that... They, they, had, they as a nation had complained to God about their direction. They didn't like where God was taking them. They complained to God about his director, Moses. And let me show you how fickle church folk are. I know the true church started in the New Testament, but let me tell you how fickle church folk are. They murmured, complained, and hated Moses. And then when Moses died, the Bible says in the book of Jude that God had to hide his body. In fact, Satan and Michael the archangel was contending over the body of Moses because Israel had now recognized their great loss and they wanted to worship Moses. They, they, they wanted to make him like God. God had to hide his body. The same ones <laughs> that murmured and complained were now remembering all that Moses did for them. Moses told God, you can't kill these people. The nations around you will talk about you. You, you made promises to these people. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they messed up, but God, you can't do this. You, in fact, here's what Moses did. Moses said, in fact, God, kill me and send me to hell and spare them. And that's some kind of leader. 
Pastor, would you do that? Nope. <laughs> Tell God to kill me and send me to hell. I ain't for that. <laughs> it's tight. They didn't like their direction, their director, their diet. Lord have mercy. They didn't like, amen, the water test, the food test, the quail test. God killed 23,000 in Moses. Joshua is now commanded. Who is this Joshua? Understudy of Moses. At that time, he was probably 40 years old under Moses. When Moses died, he was about 80. Moses lived to be 120. Three periods of 40. Called at 40. 80 was on Sinai. 120 died. Here comes Joshua, whose name means Yahweh is salvation, a derivative of Jesus, deliverer. The differences between Moses and Joshua are profound. When they cried out for water under Moses, Moses cried with them and prayed. When they cried out for water under Joshua, he said, what you asking me for? Build a well. Go somewhere and dig a well. Don't be asking me. He was a military commander. Do I have a witness? Uh, child, child, child of God. One of the problems is that we in life want everything in one package. And it just doesn't come that way. Do I have a witness? If you're married a Volkswagen, you can't turn into a Cadillac. You, you can buy all the new tires you want. You can fix the face up. You can, you can change the engine. You just can't do it. <laughs> I ain't leaning on that dot. Y'all start fighting before the New Year. Look at this. He needed a mindset of readiness to go forward. In 2015, we who are to display a faith of continuance, we need to learn to live by faith. Not by feelings. Not by frontal attacks. Not by fractures. We need a faith. If I'm going to go forward, I got to resolve my past. I got to go in with a new attitude, a new trust, a new faith. How do you go across the bridge? Should the Lord's Fair Life delay is coming Wednesday night at 12.01 will be 2015. Wow. I'm standing here remembering 1966. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Man. Hmm. Deep. Nowhere to run. Nowhere to hide. Every year we got to make adjustments, don't we? To stay above float. They needed a faith of continuance, a will, a wisdom, and a new word. And when you read this, and I'm not going to go into these verses, but just in chapter 1, God, there's a wake-up call. Moses is dead. Hello, wake up. 
Joshua, now you take all of these people, take them to the brink of the Jordan River. And as I open the Red Sea for Moses, I'm going to open the Jordan River for you. Because the Jordan River is overflowing. As Moses put his rod up and then into the ocean and the Red Sea split, you're not going to put a rod in there. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to ask the priest, the Levitical priest, who's carrying the ark of God to put their feet in the water. And once their feet is in the water, and as they carry the ark, the river will open up so you can cross. And by the way, when you read it in the context... As the river was opening and they were crossing, God then magnified Joshua as leader. And as you're crossing that river, drop 12 stones behind you. A memorial of the 12 tribes of Israel. And then when you get on the other side, just wait on me. Because... Before you go into warfare, before you are confronted with walls, you need worship. This, these facts are in a logically based order. They not only needed a faith of continuance, and I, I just want to real quickly do this and get out your way. What is it that we need to continue? How do we step into 2015? What makes it different from 2014? Let me say this to you. I said it this morning. I'll say it again because you get truth in this church, not tricks. Your salvation was free, but your blessings are going to cost you something. Can I get a witness? God demands obedience in order to bless you. Can I get a witness? You can't live any kind of way you want to live, do any kind of thing you want to do, and think God going to bless you. That ain't happening. Do I have a witness? Hey, we are saved by grace, love we don't deserve, through faith, and that's not yours. It's a gift of God, lest any man should boast. But child of God, when you, want, when you are waiting on God to bless you, you got to bring something to the plate. Yeah, you, you won't hear that on TV. They not only needed a faith of continuance, they needed a faith of confrontation. A worship which precedes warfare. Lord have mercy. Turn to chapter 5, and in fact, chapter 3 is the crossing of the river, the Jordan. Chapter 5, amen, they circumcise the people, they get them right, they get them spiritually clean, and, 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 and before warfare comes worship, before walls comes worship, and, and, and when you look at 513, you, you see, and listen, we need a conquering spirit. We need an overcoming of our fears. Here's why we can't conquer in victory, because we allow our fears, our fractures, and our past failures to stop us. Here's what Joshua did. Look, look at 513 real quick. And it came to pass, and notice verse 12. Go back. I didn't cover this this morning. In verse 11, they did eat the old corn of the land on, on, on the tomorrow after the Passover, unleavened cakes, parched corn in the selfsame day. And look at verse 12. The manna which was a 
temporary diet ceased. They don't need manna anymore because now they're in the promised land. There's some things you may have needed in 2014 you won't need in 2015. Uh-oh. Manna ceased. Verse 13, it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho, first test, that he lifted up his eyes and looked and behold, there stood a man coming against him. Now, stop. Moses asked God before he died, Lord, you know I love you. God said, I know you love me. You know I'm faithful to you. you know, yeah, you're faithful to me. Do me a favor, God. What? Let me see your face. God said, can't do that, Moses. No man can see God and live. But here's what I'll do. I'll place you in the cleft of the rock. The rock is Jesus. And when I pass by, I'll let you see my hind parts. I'll let you see my exhaust fumes. I'll let you see uh, the end of my Shekinah glory. I'll let you see the trail. And when he went past, Moses saw the trail, and Moses praised God for seeing the trail, but here's Joshua. He's going to come face to face with Jesus. Pre-incarnate Christ, theophany, divine creature in human form. Look what verse 13 says, and a man over against him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went out unto him and said, are you for us or are you against us? And here's what the man on the horse said. And he said, no, but as the captain of the host of the Lord, I am now come. Now stop. This same theophany met Abraham under the trees of Mamre in Genesis 18. Three so-called angels. One was the pre-incarnate Jesus Christ, who was there to negotiate with Abraham over Sodom. So, Abraham, I'll tell you what. If I find 15 righteous, I will not destroy the city. If I find 10 righteous, I will not destroy the city. God could not even find 10 righteous people in there. So he sent the angels to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, who was living in perversion. And now here's the same Jesus. Verse 14. I am the captain of the host. And I am now come, and look what it says, Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshipped him. Now, this is no angel because angels won't allow you to worship them. Gabriel said, I'm Gabriel who stands in the presence of God. Angels can't even sit down in God's presence. They got to stand. The church is seated in heavenly places. You ain't getting this. That's a whole nother sermon. That when you look at this, Jesus is saying, amen, uh, he did worship him and 
What saith my Lord unto a servant? Look what Jesus said in verse 15. Take off your shoes. Told Moses to take them off from the summit of Sinai. Now I'm telling you to take yours off. Why? Because you're standing on holy ground. The church don't even talk about holiness no more. Positional or practical. Bible says, be ye holy for I the Lord am holy. You know why the church won't talk about holiness no more? Because we have compromised a temperature with the world where we are lukewarm. Can I preach this? Jesus said in Revelation, I would rather you be hot or cold. Lukewarm is insipid. It's hard to swallow. I'm a coffee drinker. Have you ever tried to drink cold or lukewarm coffee? And these people that go get this uh, frozen coffee, whatever they call it, they are their military mind. Yeah, yeah. Hey, coffee's supposed to be hot. Cocoa ought to be hot. Chicken and greens ought to be hot. Or to give you indigestion. And see, and see, and yeah, I'm getting older. As we grew up, we had no microwaves. So when you missed the first sitting, you had to go back to the stove and heat the stuff all back up. My God. He worships the Lord. Where is he going anyway? He's on his way, listen, to warfare. Before you engage in any kind of warfare in 2015, you better first have worship. You, you better know that you know that you know it's not you that's going to win the battle. Just go ask Jehoshaphat in Second Chronicles 20. Jehoshaphat, the battle's not yours. It's God's. Can I get a witness? And, and, and child of God, child of God, child of God, child of God. And then the Bible says in chapter 6, 1, now Jericho. Here it is. What is Jericho? I'm glad you asked. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a large, double-walled city. Ten feet thick. You cannot penetrate it. You can, you can ride a chariot on the inner walls. It's so thick. Yeah. It's, it's double cemented, so to speak. It's, it's an obstacle you cannot bring down in your own power. And in 2015, you're going to come across some obstacles. Can I get a witness? There, there's going to be some walls too tall to bring down. And amen. God! Amen. Allows these unusual obstacles to persuade us that we can do nothing without him. There's going to be some things in your way. You're going to pull, push every button you know, and it's not going to penetrate. This, this, is, this is, how do I overcome these obstacles? Well, how, what, what, what is the weaponry? What is the, what is the wisdom that I need, amen, for these Walls! 
Hmm. Look at a strange strategy of God. Well, here's what you're going to do. Now, now, mind you, when Joshua met Jesus, both of them had their swords drawn. Joshua is a fighter. Joshua is a green beret. Joshua's a bad boy. You don't want to fool with Joshua on the battlefield. But see, when it's the Lord's battle, your swords won't work. Your weapon tree will not function. So God says, here's what I want you to do. I want you to march around this city seven days quiet. I told him this morning, now if I said St. Matthew's as your leader, we're going to march around this complex seven times quietly. Who do you think he is? My husband don't even tell me to do that. I know you're right. I know you're right. I can hear green and loose now. Give him some orange juice. Give him some water. You sure he's all right? See, God's ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. They walked around the city seven days. Then on the seventh day, God said, shout! Shout in, shout in obedience. And the walls, listen, came tumbling down. What did God bring down? What they could not bring down. But what did God tell them to do? Now you go in and kill the enemy. This is privilege must be balanced by mature people with responsibility. Where much is given, much is required. You know what the problem with us, and I say us today, the problem is we want all the privileges, but we don't want the responsibility. We want the rights and the relevance, but we don't want the rules. Hmm. I try to say to my children, if, if there's anything you can look back about your daddy, his daddy, first of all, number one, I am a man dedicated to Jesus Christ. Doesn't make me perfect. Still messed up, but I'm dedicated to Christ. He's first. Secondly, I have a diligence that drives my life. I was saying this morning, 27 years ago, I, I crossed the street. I was living in Philly. I, listen, I was at this church every Sunday morning at 3 o'clock in the morning. What were you doing here at 3 o'clock in the morning? I'm glad you I took the alarm off. I go in, I cut all the lights on, make sure the heat is working, make sure there ain't no dirt around. I had no staff. I had one secretary, she was 75 years old. We couldn't afford a staff. Pastor had to go in with the help of some good deacons and do everything. So by the time people showed up for worship, I had already cleaned and put on lights and did what I needed to do. And then I prepared myself for worship. Are you getting me? I didn't fly up out of the car. Eh! Let's stand and worship God. I didn't do no stuff like that. I spent time with Jesus. Are you getting this? Not only dedication and diligence, 
but discernment. Pray for discernment. It's not God's will for you to hang with everybody. It's not God's will for you to listen to everybody. Some people are carriers of corrupt poison. And God's going to deal with them. Are y'all praying with me? Child, child, and, and you can't make everybody part of your company. Oh, I'm messing up now. Because people don't have the same interests that you have. In the name of Jesus. Remember when I first got saved back in the 70s, uh, some of my road buddies came around the house, man. I was telling them about my newfound life in Christ. And they said, what? They said, man, where's the J? I said, no, man, I ain't talking to them. What? Are you crazy? You, you're, and, and, and listen, they stopped being my friends. I loved them, but we were going two different directions. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so, child of God, they, they approached these walls, the walls come down, and they went in and they destroyed the inhabitants. But what is, what is it? Well, go back to the book of Ephesians. Listen to this. Our job is to have worship, the will of God, a walk, a warmth. And then in our warfare, we've got to destroy this flesh. This flesh that we're carrying around is your enemy. This flesh is an ally of Satan. This flesh, yeah, the whole mindset, the whole, the, the whole base of feelings. I was flicking the stations last night. I, and, and listen, I know, I'm getting old. I'm getting old. I, get, I know, I know. When I was a boy, it was Gunsmoke and Sky King and Lassie and Three Stooges and Leave it to Beef. I understand I know we had problems. Women was cleaning the house and cooking in high heels and dresses. We, we, we understand it. But I'm flicking the stations last night, and guess what I heard? We gonna have an orgy and an orgy and an orgy. I said, what is this? What is this world coming to? Well, apparently, nobody else saw that, so let me move on. <laughs> Has anybody seen that commercial? No, I saw it. In fact, I kept the channel there to see where this was going. Oh, well. Somebody said, your past is haunting you. <laughs> Not quite. I saw this. And then every Christmas story on Hallmark is about a woman with children who's looking for a lover. And a fireman comes into her life, a cop comes into her life. A clerk from a store comes into her life and she gets married and she's happy forever after. You, are you kidding me? I can't watch the Hallmark Channel. I just can't do it. 
2015, we need a faith of continuance, a faith of confrontation, but finally we need a faith and faithfulness of commitment. Turn to Joshua 21 as we close. This is a great book for you to read. Great book. Joshua 21. Pastor loves you. And, and, and in verse 43, the first thing we see here is commitment is the true glue of God that blesses us. In chapter 21, after the cities are divided out to the 12 tribes, in verse 43a of chapter 21, we see a promise. Now, don't miss this. Look at God's promise in 43a. And the Lord gave unto Israel all the land which he had swore to give unto their fathers. They possessed it and dwelt therein. Notice that? And then in verse 44, look what it says. And the Lord gave them rest round about according to all that he swore unto their fathers. And then he not only gave them the, the promise and the proposition, he gave them peace in 44b. Look what it says. The rest, there was not, there not stood a man of their enemies before them. Amen. Their enemies, the Lord dealt with protection. Look at verse 45. Look at the prophecy. There fell not aught of any good thing which the Lord has spoken unto the house of Israel. All came to pass. When you and I are in the place of God, he's going to bless you. Do I have a witness? And in chapter 23, real quick, I'm out of your way. Chapter 23, verses 1 to 5, he deals with the praise. And there came to pass a long time after that the Lord had given rest to Israel, that all the enemies round about, uh, that Joshua waxed old and stricken in years, and Joshua called for all of Israel, all the elders, all the heads, all the judges, all the officers, and Joshua gives his closing address, and part of it is the praise, Almighty God. Then in chapter 23, the president, 6 to 13, a amen. Be ye therefore very courageous to keep all that is written in this book, the law of Moses, turn not from the right hand to the left, that ye come not among these nations, but cleave, verse 8, unto the Lord your God. Be glued to him, my God. And here comes the plea, chapter 24, 14, 15. Here's where we close. Now therefore, fear the Lord, served him in a sincerity and in truth, put away the gods before you, if evil come unto you, verse 15, serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on this side of the flood. And the people answered and said, God forbid. Ha! But go back up to verse 15 at the end. But Joshua said, but as for me and here's the plea, my house. See, see, let me, let me tell you why Joshua gave this last address of plea. Because even in the promised land of blessings, Joshua sensed that Israel was about to return to apostasy. Amen. So he said, as for me and mine, we're going to serve the Lord. What, what does this mean? God can't bless everybody. Sometimes things 
too much will turn you away from God. Do I have a witness? But as for me and my house, as we close this year, we need a faith of continuance, faith of confrontation, and a faith of commitment in Jesus Christ. We need to put away our fears, fractures, failures. We need to deal with those things that hindered us in 2014. New mind, new mission, new mythology in Christ. Can I get a witness? Let me say this to you. Every year, we don't need resolutions, we need resolve. Can I get a witness? Don't lie to yourself. I'm, I'm going to lose 40 pounds in two months. You're lying. Just forget about it. Lying. Stop lying to yourself. Turn to your neighbor and say, stop lying to yourself. Stop lying. It ain't happening. I'm going to ride my bike. I'm going to ride my stationary bike 40 minutes. That ain't going to last. One week, bike gets dust on it. How many of y'all got exercise equipment in the basement? Ain't been used in centuries. Listen, here's what you need to know. New continuance, yeah, by faith, new confrontation by faith, new commitment by faith. Let's stay on our feet. Um, now, we're not dismissed. As every head is bowed, every eye is closed, if you're here and you need to be saved, just raise your hand. You want to be saved. You want to give Jesus your life. We're not dismissed. Raise your hand. Is there one? Or perhaps you want to join the church in your Christian experience. Is there one? Is there one? I see hands. Come on up. Look at Jesus. Come on. I had one this morning. Praise the Lord. Just stay there. Stay there. Hallelujah. Come on up. Look at the Lord. The Lord is good, isn't he? Isn't the Lord good? The Lord is good. Praise Jesus. Good to see you, darling. Good to see you. Is there another? Is there another? Amen. Praise God. Thank you, man, for coming. Now listen up. I want you to sign our uh, uh, Evening of Elegance out there. Please sign up. We're going to have a great time February 13th, Friday, at the Adelphia. Amen. We're going to party hearty. So sign up. Sign up for the men's retreat at the other table. Crystal, come on up here again. And... and uh, um, judge Jackson, where's your son? Come on up here, young man. Judge Jackson, we've got a federal judge that's a member of our congregation. We thank God for her. Come, come on up, come on up. And Crystal was up earlier. Amen. Two, two lovely people. We got all our college students home. Thank God. We've already recognized them. This young man is in the Air Force. I commend you, boy. Praise Jesus. Amen. Air Force Academy, right? He's in the, come on, come on down front so everybody can see. He's in, the, he's in the Air Force Academy. 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 Amen. Praise the Lord. And Crystal Rich was here earlier. She's written a book. She works for NFL. Uh, she, she's in L.A. And she's doing a marvelous job. And uh, I want you to pray for these two. We love you. We're proud of you. And uh, boy, you're handsome and pretty, I tell you. See, see what happens. So, praise God for them. Amen. And give me, give me, give me that mic real quick. I got to close. I got to close. Everybody, one here. 
And again, real quickly, go over what you told us earlier, you two, and then we're out of here. Amen. Uh, turn the mic on, please. Thank you. Well, I had it better across the street. Here you go. Go ahead. And the battle that every single one of us has gone through with hope. So I'm looking forward to sharing that with you guys in the future. God bless you. And she, and she came up through our system of youth department, Awana, Camp Koinani, and all that. We thank God for her and her beautiful parents. Go ahead, brother. Uh, God bless. God was good. Uh, my name is uh, Cadet First Class Chanley A. Jackson. Uh, I've been a member here for as long as I can remember. And... It's a, a real pleasure to be, uh, to be back. Um, I will be graduating in May of 2015. Uh, and I will commission as a second lieutenant, so I'm really excited. Second lieutenant. Ju Judge Jackson, raise your hand, honey. Judge Jackson, raise your hand. That's his lovely mother. She's a federal judge. We love you. Amen. And with the riches, raise your hand. God bless you, Jasmine, and thank you so much. Now, on Wednesday night, 9.30, 9.45, be here. We're going to have great word, great music, great time. In the name of Jesus, we look to the Lord. Father, thank you for the book of Joshua. Thank you for a new operation. Help us to pass over with a faith of continuance, a faith of confrontation, and a faith of commitment. Bless all your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. We love you. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, baby. Thank you, baby. Love you. All right.